Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome back to the Balance Factor Podcast. I am your host, Emily Newton, and I hope you are having a fabulous day and are ready for another new episode. Today, we are going to be joined by Danielle Michaels, also known as Yes Coffee No Decaf. She is all over TikTok, Instagram. This girl knows coffee inside and out. But for this episode, we are actually going to be talking about how to take risks and stay authentic to who you are. I saw a TikTok that Danielle posted a couple weeks back and she talked about how she was switching careers. She used to be a full-time teacher and now she's totally switched gears to social media. And I feel that a lot of people could relate and be inspired by her story because A lot of us feel that we are trapped and have to follow a certain path and there's no divergence off that path. And what I mean by that is that we feel that we have to do something a certain way and stay that way and are not allowed to change and take those risks. And those risks feel uncomfortable to us so we just stay in the safe spot and continue to be trapped. And what Danielle has shared is that, you know, she's really stepping outside of her comfort zone, taking a risk and following her passions. And I think a lot of people will be able to resonate and relate to her story because it's really organic and raw and can be applicable to any lifestyle or anyone. And Danielle is just so authentic and true to her personality. She shows it on camera. And if you're somebody who feels like they're hiding in their own skin, Listen to this episode because you will feel inspired to really let yourself go and be who you are. So before we get right into this episode, I do have to squeeze in my favorite for this week, which is chia seed pudding. Now, I know chia seed pudding, some people love it, some people hate it. I used to absolutely hate it. However, I have grown to like it. I now eat it every morning and as long as I have something crunchy in it, I'm fine. The texture doesn't freak me out but it makes me feel good inside and out. It's light, it's refreshing especially in the summer. So if you're somebody who doesn't like chia seed pudding or you think you don't like it, trust me with some time and patience you can learn to like it. Anyways, without further ado, I think it's time we introduce this week's guest. So please welcome Danielle, also known as Yes Coffee, No Decaf. Who you are, what you do, and yeah, just go for it. Who are you? Who am I? I am Danielle. I was born and raised in Toronto. 
Toronto, shall I say? I'm always like, it's like Toronto. I'm like Toronto. Um, and yeah, I mean, I grew up loving kids. Like right when I went into university, I was like, I need to work with kids. I was like, I know it's been my passion. Like growing up, I was a babysitter and just like anything. Like I always loved little cousins. And I was like, hey, I'm working with kids. Like that's my thing. So university came around. I applied to like for child and youth care. I went to Ryerson, downtown Toronto, um, got in, did it for five years. And it was like the greatest thing ever. I had some amazing internships with kids. Then I got a full-time job after school. Like it was really like my passion. I was like, I'm working with kids. Um, my main focus at first was actually the mental health care, mental health kind of section of like working with kids. So I worked on the psychiatry unit at Sick Kids Hospital. And then I was focusing more, I was like a child and youth care worker. So just more one-on-one support for kids. Um, and that's what I did in a school. And then COVID happened, things got all confusing. So I ended up being a gym teacher in the end for two years, which was also so fun. Like it really is anything with kids. I'm like, if it means just seeing a smile on kids' faces, like it it makes me cry. Like I'm a crier. Like I cried anything, happy, sad, like I cry. Um, so I was a gym teacher for two years. Um, and now here I am at 26, I quit teaching after three years. And I was like, you know what? Like it was really, really scary. But while I was doing teaching and working with kids, I also was focusing a lot on social media. I love the social media world. I've had my blog, Yes Coffee, No Decaf, since 2016. Um, Wow. Yeah. And it was always just like a little side thing. Like it was fun. Um, But, you know, as things, as time moved on, I was like, oh my God, this is getting a little bit more serious. And with me, it's, I don't like doing things kind of like half, like doing things a little bit here and doing things a little bit there. I like giving one thing my all. Um, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm really passionate about it. Like I need to just really focus on it. So I was like, you know what? There's always going to be kids. Kids are, they're they're popping out every day. Um, So I was like, I can always go back to that in the future. But like for right now, I think my passion is just like social media. I love the world of social media. It's growing so fast that it needs like all your attention. So here I am. It's like my first week as a full-time social media manager and content creator. And I'm just taking a break from teaching. So yeah, that's that's amazing. I didn't realize that you started um, Yes Coffee No Decaf in 2016. Been a while, I know. So you started it in 2016, and then I guess COVID hit, and then is that when you really kept going? Or I mean, when it when it I started it as a joke, really. Like I was at a cottage with friends that summer in 2016, and one of my friends was telling me about. Um, their fun Instagram handle. And I was like, oh, mine's so boring. At that point, I just had my personal account. It was just my full name. I was like, oh, like, let's spice it up a little bit. So I just like changed my name to something. And then in the end, I was like, wait, why don't I just make another page? And I guess that's more of like a Finsta. Is that what people like Finsta, like a fun Insta, like a second account, kind of like jokes account. But mine was not like jokes. It was more so just like, okay, like I really love coffee. Um, I was like, let me just make like a fun little silly coffee account. And so I did that and I would like post my Tim Hortons coffee at Ryerson during my lectures. Like it was nothing serious. It was really a joke. Um, But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I could turn this into something a little bit more than a joke because like I really do love coffee and like it's a whole other world that I love to explore. So I, I started taking it seriously a little bit like 2017, 2018. Like I think that's when it would start. Like it started to pick up. Um. And then 20, I mean, it was always something I took seriously. Like I really loved, like I was always drinking coffee and making coffee. So I just took pictures of it, but I never looked at it as like, oh, this could be like a full-time thing one day. 
Um, and then, yeah, COVID hit. I had a lot more time at home. I started taking a lot, like, the account more seriously, content creation, um, kind of more exploring the world of, like, an influencer and more of a lifestyle blog just as opposed to coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, now I think I've turned it, like, it's still mainly coffee, but I, I'm really, even right now, I'm like, okay, now I'm done teaching. Like, now I really have a whole new world to explore on this. Like, what can I do now? So I want to really make it more lifestyle. I love being personal on my page. Like if people follow me, they know my stories are me just doing silly things or like really being myself. Um, And that's one thing that's never changed with my page is like my authenticity. Like I always swore to be authentic, like with growth comes collaborations and work with companies. And I was like, no matter what, like I need to stay true to myself. Like that's my number one goal with this. So even now, like every day is something new with the page or a new collaboration opportunity. But it's like my number one thing is like, stay true to who I am, be myself. Cause like, I can never imagine being something else just for like an ad or something. Right. That's like where social media has come these days. But my number one thing is like, stay true to who I am, be authentic. And that's it. Yeah. And I mean, that's a hard word. Authenticity is a big thing that I talk about on the show and I've heard, you know, different perspectives on it. And it's really clear when you watch your content on TikTok that you are yourself. And I'm curious to know how do you, a lot of people are scared to be themselves and put themselves out there as who they are genuinely, like their personality, if they have a bit of a goofy side, they hold back. And I'm really inspired to know how you unlock that, that authenticity and really just allow yourself to be comfortable with who you are. I think, yeah, that's a really important thing too, especially with social media. Like everyone's trying to grow. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone's trying to do this specific thing. What are they going to do? Follow trends. Like it's super, super, super important to be authentic and just be yourself because like at the end of the day, the people that message me and my followers, they message me being like, oh my God, your person, like they can really tell who I am. And with that comes a lot of trust. So like when I post something like my favorite sweater, it's a $10 Amazon sweater. It's not a $7,000 sweater that like, looks nice and is all for show like I really show the real deal like my sweaters from Amazon like here's the link buy it and like that's when people really trust me being like oh she's sharing things that she genuinely loves and like and then I get messages being like everything you share I buy it's you're dangerous Danielle like everything you share I'm buying and like with that comes a lot of trust from my followers and that's the number one thing I wanted was like people to watch me and like if I share something like they really genuinely know that it's something that I stand by and I love so even when I'm offered like maybe say a a nice amount of money for like to promote someone's product if it's a product that doesn't align with my brand or like is just not for me I don't take it like it's not for me I wouldn't want my followers to buy it and be like Danielle really like this thing like there's no way so that's something that like I've always sworn to be is like authentic and it's hard like if for sure sometimes it can get a little bit tricky when it's like you really show who you are. Like sometimes I'm just like such a goofball. Like I'm 26 years old, but like I really show my personality or like my sister on my page, like we're funny. We love to just do like funny random things. And some people are like, that's weird. And I'm like, well, that's me. Like it doesn't matter at the end of the day, like this is my page. You're either following me because you like me or it's so easy to unfollow someone these days that like go ahead. So like (laughs) being authentic comes a lot of hate. Like on my TikTok, I made a video and it blew up. It's like, I think six million views and with that comes a lot of followers and a lot of new growth and it's amazing but it also comes with a lot of hate and like crazy hate comments and I'm like this is a coffee page like how can you hate on someone who's like 
I think I was just showing a really fun glass that I got off Amazon and they were like so upset about it. Like, oh, she doesn't know this. She's not a real barista, this, that. Like, I'm like, I'm just being myself. I'm like, it's all about having fun with it because if you get too caught up in the social media world, you'll start to sink. Like, it'll really mm-hmm. take a toll on you. But if you stay true to who you are and just be authentic and have fun with it, then you're like, you're golden. Like, you'll just, you'll really enjoy the process and you won't, you won't let it get to you. Like, the hate comments don't get to me because at the end of the day, I don't care because I'm just being myself and like, they don't have to follow me. So that's where I stand with like being authentic, like always be authentic, stay true to yourself, be yourself. Like if people are following you for you, not for you to put on a show and pretend to be someone else. Exactly. And so in terms of like being on camera and being authentic and then going back to like your personal life, do you find that there's a bit of a disconnect or do you find that you're truly the same person? And I mean, you get with social media comes negative opinions and and comments. It's even in real life, regardless, like you just it's on social media, you see it versus like if someone's talking behind your back, you just don't know. Um, in terms of that, do you find that that's changed, you know, the way you've gone through certain things? And I, I mean, even like with teaching, like have people's opinions kind of made you second guess yourself? And if so, what have you done to overcome that and stay still true to who you are? You know what? I used to think that like, you no, know, I've always been pretty confident that I've been the same on camera and off. Like I really, when I say like, I'm really myself, like I'm very myself. And I, I always kind of doubted myself. I was like, what if I like meet someone and they don't like me like they do on social media? And I, I love it. And it, I don't want this to be in like an egotistical way or like a weird way. But when people meet me and I don't get like, oh, yes, no. But like I meet, like I have a small community in Toronto. Like when people meet me, they're like, you are the exact same as you are on your stories. And I'm like, I know because I'm so myself. Like I swear by it. I'm like, I will never be like, hi guys, it's Yes Coffee and no Decaf. And then in person be like, Hmm, like, hi, how are you? Like, I am like, they're like, oh my goodness, your personality is the exact same and it's refreshing. And I'm like, it to me, it like warms my heart because then I know deep down, I'm like, I really am true to myself. And sometimes you could, sometimes you doubt yourself and you're like, what if people like don't like me or I meet them and they think I'm weird or like not as nice as I am. maybe perceive myself to be on social media but like I think it's that validation from when people meet me that they're like wow you really are the same human I'm like yes I'm like I never want that to change like I'm not even like I'm a micro mac I don't even know micro micro influencer like I don't have a large following um but the community I've built means more to me than anything so like I always say with the authenticity like numbers don't mean a thing to me um Obviously, with more numbers comes more growth, comes more opportunities. That's for sure. But I would rather stay at a lower number and be true to myself and be authentic than have a larger following. And people just don't really relate to me and don't really connect with me. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely myself. I, I would say I'm that myself in person and even with teaching. So this was a really big thing was that, like, my platform is public um, and it's definitely like an appropriate page. There was nothing to be ashamed of. Like, I, I also confronted, like, people at my school, teachers, principals being like, if this isn't professional, like I totally understand that barrier of like being a social, like public, a public figure and then being a teacher. Like those are very two different realms. Like you really, it was really hard for me to be like, okay, how do I take my teaching seriously, but also take my social media job seriously? So in terms of coming to that decision, like tell me a bit more like of that decision process. Was it 
um, like extremely challenging for you? I mean, you're only, uh, did you say 25, 26? 26, yeah. Yeah, so 26. So you've only been teaching for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a quick career shift, right? Yeah. So t- tell me a bit more about that. Like how did that how did you come to terms with that? Did you have to deal with negative feedback from like your peers? And how did you stay true to making decisions? Because a lot of things can be extremely hard to make decisions about. I personally struggle with making decisions. So I'm curious to know how you went about that. Yeah, it wasn't something that I ever thought I would come to, or like at least not this soon in my career as like a teacher. Um, because I, I always took like the coffee page and my like social media pages as kind of like a side hustle, like a little side gig. It was all fun and games. Um, but I think once it started to pick up, I was like, wow, this really is really time consuming. Like it really needs a lot more of my time and effort. And like if I want to grow there, I have to really figure out time management and like being able to balance teaching and social media was easy at a point, but now it wasn't. So it really came out of nowhere. And one of my friends was like, Danielle, you're going to quit teaching one day and you're going to do this full time. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way. And here I am a year later and my friend was like, I knew it. I was like, I told you you would. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I think I just like woke up one day and I was like, I think I need to kind of back off from teaching for a little bit, like take a break and really pursue social media. Like, I think I was getting a little bit overwhelmed with like, I think more collaboration started to pick up on my pages and like more opportunities were coming my way and teaching was getting in the way of that. Like if I needed to attend an event or travel somewhere. So I was like, wow, like, everything's happening so quickly that like I like I said before like I really like to give every something my all I don't like to do things like a little bit here a little bit there I like to do one thing and like really stick to it and give it my all put all my effort work hard on it um so I was like you know what like if if I it was a really big jump like it was it was a it took me like a week or two to really decide like am I seriously gonna do this I was like oh my goodness like this is big I went to school for child and youth care am I throwing away my education like is this really what I want to do and then I was like if we don't take risks in life, what's the point? Like, if this is, if I'm not gonna challenge myself and step outside of my comfort zone, like I'm gonna be stuck in the same position for life. I was like, teaching will always be there. Kids will always be there. There will always be opportunities to work with kids. Me me stepping down as a teacher doesn't mean I have to stop working with kids. There's still opportunities. There's still little things I could do on the side to stay involved. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm 26, I'm still young. I need to just go for it. I need to challenge myself. Um, and it was really just a matter of stepping outside of my comfort zone and being like, do it. So I was like, I like forced myself in a way to be like, just go with it, Danielle. Like, it's scary, but do it. Like, if it scares you, go for it. Um, because I'm, I feel like I'm a kind of the kind of person that would be scared of something and kind of hold off on it. And I was like, that's it. I was like, not yeah. with this. I was like, I, I know how passionate I am about social media. I know how hard I work with it. Like, and I, I love it so much that like now is the time and this opportunity came about, I was like, it's happening. Okay, now I'm I'm full-time content creation and social media. So it's like super crazy to me still. I wake up and I'm like, I don't have to go on recess duty. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> What's going on? So it's definitely an adjustment for me. Um, but that's life. Like I, I'm so happy I did it and I get sad at some points. And I know when the school year starts in September, I'm probably going to break down again and cry. But I'm going to go visit my students. I can always yeah. pop in. Like, it's not the end. It's just a little, uh, it's like a see you later. Who knows? Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people, I, I'm 22, so I can kind of relate. You're a little bit older than me. But a lot of people think, you know, you have to go to school 
you go to grad school or in university and you get a career and you're labeled as a teacher or you're labeled as a physiotherapist, something, Mm -hmm. and you have to follow that pathway for the rest of your life. Yeah. And as I'm, you know, I talk to more people and even for myself, that's not the case. You can do something for a little bit and move on and always come back to it. It's not this one clear, like, you are a teacher, that's what you have to do for the rest of your life, and there's nothing else. You don't have to feel trapped. And I think that's why people can relate and really, you know, have understand and feel more connected to you is because, you know, you're taking that risk. You're going outside of your comfort zone and doing what's right right now. And maybe in three years from now, you'll go back, right? Exactly. So what's, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody right now who... You know, it doesn't even matter if it's towards social media or anything and they're in a career or a or a position that they just don't feel that's the right fit for them right now and they want to make the change but they're too scared to do it. What what would you tell them? Do it. Like literally whatever scares you, go for it. Like it seems scary in the moment, but once you do it and once you're in the position that you've been dreaming of, you'll be so happy. Like it's not worth it to just sit and just be like, I'm too scared to do it. Like go for it. I think life is way too short to just wait around for things to happen. You need to make things happen. Yeah. And the only way to make things happen is by challenging yourself and doing things that scare you. And I know it's, it's, you're like, what if there's so many, what ifs, what if I can't find a job? What if, what if I wasted time? What if I shouldn't have done this? Don't, don't stress the what ifs go for it, challenge yourself. And that's it. Like life is way too short to not do things that you love and that you want to do. Yeah, it is. And I, I stand by the saying, make it happen. I literally make have it, it right behind happen. me. A hundred percent make it happen. And the only person that can make it happen is you. Like you're in charge of the direction of your life. Like there's going to be some obstacles and maybe it's scary at first. And there's some things that'll be like, who knows the unknown, right? Like when you make a big jump, it could be like, okay, now what? Like when I quit the first day I woke up and I wasn't a teacher, I was like, wait, what do I do today? I was like, oh my God, like what, what now? But I was like, no, 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 like you'll figure it out. Like give yourself some time, like enjoy the process and everything will fall into its place. Like I'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason. And like, you just got to go with it. Like life is too short. Enjoy the ride and just go with it. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you. And now switching gears a little bit, I need to hear about your coffee. So... <laughs> I want to know what is your coffee secrets? Um, what is your favorite coffee? And yeah, just spill it. Oh my goodness. The coffee world. I've really grown as a coffee drinker. Like at first I was drinking Tim Hortons like double, double. And now I'm here like, I'll have a, I'll like crush my own espresso beans and froth my milk and add a, a little pump of vanilla syrup. Like I am such, okay. First of all, my coffee blog is yes, coffee, no decaf, but I love espresso. They go hand in hand. It's similar. There's a whole, that's a whole other story, but yeah. I am such like a cappuccino girl, like a hot drink is cappuccino, but summer ice lattes or like a shaken espresso over ice. Like there are just so many things you can do with coffee. It's the world, it's like the world is your oyster when it comes to like coffee drinks, but anything with espresso, like hot, cold, shaken, frothing milk, adding fun flavors. Like it's just, it's my favorite thing ever. And my friends are like, do you want to go get coffee? I'm like, no, do you want to come over for coffee? I'm like, I got you. But yeah, anything with espresso and like frothed milk, chef's kiss. Yeah, and you don't need a Starbucks. You got it at home. You don't need Starbucks. You are Starbucks. You can make these drinks at home. Like I make this one drink, a shaken espresso over ice. It's $7 at Starbucks when you add almond milk. 
No way. You could buy a carton of milk, a big almond milk, two for seven. You could buy a bag of espresso and you can make coffees for the whole week for the price of one Starbucks. So I'm like, no, that's it. We're changing. We're not going to Starbucks no more. And how many coffees do you have a day? Okay, I'm on one right now, but I, you know, I'm creating content, so I can't just like waste it. You know, I have to drink yeah. it. I, I would say average. That's like my number one question I get, but like I can't have that many. I think I have like two, I, on average, two a day. But if I'm making fun drinks, like before I post it, I have to make sure it's actually good. So I try them. So it's like maybe three or four something. <laughs> With that comes a lot of energy, and that's why I'm, like, the way I am. <laughs> well, you know what? If it's what makes you happy, then I love it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and a big thank you to Danielle for coming on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it as well. Make sure to check her out on all the social platforms at Yes Coffee No Decaf. And to stay up to date with new episodes and content, make sure to check out my socials as well at Balance Factor. Also, don't forget to leave a review for the podcast. It really helps the show and I would sincerely appreciate your support. And with all that said, I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll see you next Wednesday for another new episode. Bye guys.